0: This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language.
1: We are so excited to announce our partnership with Alt Playground, a lifestyle site dedicated to helping you find your next adventure. There are a ton of sites out there for non-monogamy, but what sets Alt Playground apart is their emphasis on being inclusive of a host of ethically non-monogamous groups and sexual preferences. So not only will you find swingers on there, but a host of other groups spanning the spectrum of sexual orientation and gender. Hence the emphasis on alt. When they say they are an open community, they really mean open. So if you're tired of being pigeonholed into a label or looking for something a little different, check out Alt Playground by heading to altplayground.net. Now let's start the show. Lana!
2: <laughs>
0: All right, everybody, welcome to the show. This is The Bomber.
2: And, the bell.
0: and we are here hosting our last episode of the Blanky Kiki Lifestyle Podcast of the year.
1: Of 2020. You made it sound like we were ending the show. Yeah, I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Although out. some shows have ended, yeah. or are ending.
0: Swinger Diaries uh, yeah. made their announcement. Ooh. Um. And yeah, we are definitely not ending the show. So don't worry about that <laughs> shit. Um, all right. So, Belle, you were saying something to me about movies and shit before we got started.
1: So Warner Brothers is has made an announcement that they decided to release all of their 2020 films on HBO Max same day as the theatrical release.
0: Okay, and that it's is not, crazy.
1: I know, and it's not clear that there'll be like an additional cost because, you know, like with Disney Plus, when they did Mulan, it was like $20 to watch Mulan, and the movie was shitty. Um, We didn't pay to watch Mulan.
0: Hell no, we watched <laughs> that with our, with our bootleg app.
1: We didn't even watch Mulan. You watched Mulan without me?
0: Oh, wait, no, that was the original cartoon I exactly. watched. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that shit was a good-ass movie, man. The, Mulan the, the, was I just, great. I just, I just watched it for the first time. Um. <laughs> Because people were people were shitting on the live action one because mm-hmm. they were saying it was just so much worse than the original. I was like, all right, well, let me check this shit out. That shit was a good movie. That was one of the Disney's best movies, yeah. and it was kind of hardcore. Motherfuckers was. was dying in that movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Um. So yeah, so they're releasing their movies. So they'll be in theaters where theaters are open, mm-hmm. but it'll also be, excuse me, in um. On HBO Max the same day it comes out in theaters,
0: I fucked the shit out of Mulan. I'm <laughs> sorry, I know you have totally changed subjects. I did, <laughs> but huh? I, I just I, I'm just saying Mulan was a, was a sexy character. So was um, so was the mermaid from the Little Mermaid. I had a crush Ariel? on her. Yeah, Ariel. Yeah, I don't even like redheads like that. But anyway, you were talking. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. So movies on so HBO anyway, Max. So anyway, so
1: they were they were listing some of the movies that was coming out in. 2021 and one of them was dune which i know you were looking forward to yeah and um the other one was matrix 4 which i had no idea like had you heard anything about there being another matrix
0: only reason why i heard about there being another matrix is because um i've just been watching keanu reeves very closely and he (laughs) said
1: (laughs) why have you been stalking keanu reeves
0: well because he was a badass in um john wick (laughs) john wick there you go Uh um no, so, and and he's ready for another, like, you would think, he, you know, Matrix was a while ago. I mean, yeah. what, that shit was, like, uh, 20 fucking years ago? Yeah. Holy. What? Co- yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, Matrix came out. This nigga is still kicking ass, mm-hmm. um, and he's ready for another Matrix movie. Um, I just want to talk about the Matrix property real quick.
1: Okay. So, yeah, so... Well, my question, I'll let you talk about that, but it's the Matrix trilogy. So how does a four get in there? Anyway, continue.
0: (laughs) You said the same thing about Scream. Listen, you could... (laughs) You could, you could fit another movie in there. I, un- I understand, yes, it's the Matrix trilogy, but I'd say it was one of the most disappointing trilogies because the third movie was just trash. I'm sorry. But the Matrix itself can be a whole universe. There are so many opportunities. Like I want to know what Morpheus' backstory is. Mm-hmm. I want to know Trinity's backstory. Mm-hmm. I wanna, there's so much history and there's so much lore in that movie. It could be like the next Star Trek and i feel like nobody's picking up the property it's been it's been upsetting me for for many years now and i'm glad they're coming out with another movie but i want like a netflix series i mm-hmm. want a matrix series i want spin-offs i want that shit to blow up at some point it's gonna happen cuz mm-hmm. there's just, it's just too many opportunities man yeah and it's just kung fu like it's just it's just fighting like <laughs> like come on man you could fit all kinds of stories in that shit anyway um shout out to hbo max um they will never be i don't think they'll ever be charging people per movie no it's just not part of their brand all right uh ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us so this is yeah so this is our last episode of the year and um we are going to be uh just noting our top five and um well top five best moments top five worst moments just top five random bad shit and top five random good shit that happened this year. Um, that bad shit list could have been a little longer, but I kept <laughs> it five. Um, but before we get to any of that, you know, we got to do all of this shit before we get to our topic. Cause we like talking shit. Um, so in the last episode, uh, I just wanted to recap a couple of things. I talked a lot about penile implants um, <laughs> and, Someone, There's actually a a really compelling story about penile implants out there. Like if anybody was listening, if anybody was listening to my description Mm
2: -hmm.
0: of penile implants and you're really interested in how people live with these, check out the Average Swingers podcast because Jay of the Average Swingers podcast um, details his experience um, with penile implants because he has them. Uh, and he talks about the journey to getting there, and it is a compelling story. Told over, I, th- I think there are like two episodes where they talk about it. But I just, uh, I th- oh yeah, I actually wrote them down here. Uh, episode one twenty four is um, sort of, I-, I think, where he's been, he's had it for a while. Mm-hmm. But episode one eleven is the episode where, where he talks about the series of events that led him to need these penile implants. Um, And it is a compelling story. Like I, I couldn't believe I was listening to these episodes. (laughs) I couldn't believe this happened. Um, but much respect to Jay for telling this story. Um, uh, because it is, you know, in, in, to some degree, it's horrific. Um, but it's also really empowering. Um, uh, and so so big shout out to him really check out those two episodes um i'm really really bigging up average swingers big time here uh because uh it's it it was real it was raw and i I was glad i listened to it so appreciate folks for doing that um okay um i also wanted to thank all those folks who have submitted their thigh brows um (laughs) there were a couple of people who uh, sent us images of their thigh brows for those of you who are just tuning in and don't know what I'm talking about just look up thigh brows if you're a woman and you have thigh brows, please send them <laughs> that's what that means okay <laughs> um all right uh do you have a facebook fuck shit
1: hold on I was looking okay you just be spraying stuff on me
0: I'm I'm sorry I I do be springing stuff up on you. Just I be springing up this dick sometimes too. It's just you know, you just sitting there making sandwiches and shit, and all of a sudden, the bomber's dick comes out of nowhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you the, you're there saying grace at the dinner table, and then bow. Well, while you're doing that, mm-hmm. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to tell the folks at home, if you have an opportunity to look up, this will probably be viral by the time <laughs> by the time this episode airs. But you guys need to look up Melissa Carone. She's part of these um part of these Trump election hearings. Uh and, you know, this isn't a political podcast and I'm not gonna share our position on the election. Well, uh, I think we've already done that. <laughs> Nobody knows who I voted for. Okay. Um, anyway check out melissa carone because uh homegirl sounds awesome in these hearings i gotta say it is it is comedic gold like i thought i thought i was watching an snl skit i mean this chick is like listen all those votes all those votes are fraudulent i signed a piece of paper that said i would go to jail if i lied did you sign that paper i don't think so (laughs) i love her she's probably awesome in bed
1: why would you say she's awesome in bed
0: i think she was drunk i'm sure giuliani was trying to smash
1: that (laughs) that's gross giuliani is gross why why you say giuliani's gross he just looks sweaty and lumpy (laughs) and pasty he just looks gross
0: um what 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 if he decided to pay all your student loans
1: I'd have, <laughs> I'd have to consider it I'd have to consider it. I'd have to say it take a strong consideration.
0: Somebody said he was melting like the penguin from that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn,
0: <laughs> like at that point, why even dye your hair? Like, I don't, I don't know
1: it. like I mean, first of all, he doesn't even have enough of it that anybody would care what color it is.
0: Like Shout out to my bald niggas. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um so I don't yeah, I don't understand why he would die. And then like use some drugstore dye that's gonna like sweat out. Like not even I, I don't even think it was dye. It was like, you know the spray? Oh the God, color that spray is just that they have. Awful. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that.
0: hmm Do you have it yet? yes all right so what is it
1: i'm getting a divorce oh shit okay the final straw was my husband paying for man hookers throughout it all i haven't told anyone but i want to tell everyone i didn't sign up for this and if you knew you were bisexual you should have told me before we got married and had kids on top of paying for it on top of paying for it but still i'm like why can't i tell people
0: why can't she tell people her man wants dick
1: I mean, I think she thinks it's a reflection on herself. Oh. Like, if she tells people that, yeah, her man wants dick.
0: She doesn't have one. I mean, <laughs> it's nothing to be ashamed about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I guess she's ashamed because she didn't know, I guess. Oh. I don't First know. of all, who uses the phrase, though, man hookers? This just... Man hookers. New to me. Right. Um,
0: Wait, so is he, is he, is he, so is he just sleeping with male hookers or, or, or is he having an affair with men? Is it, did she just specify the hooker? Cause maybe that's the part. She just specified the
1: hookers.
2: Okay.
0: Man hookers. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, at least he's not having an affair. I mean, you know. He's... <laughs> is that better? I, I don't, maybe. I mean, you know, he's just. Paying for a service and then coming home after uh-huh. I don't know, but clearly she's not bothered, but clearly it's not the fact that he's paying for it, it's the fact that he's by mm-hmm. yes, yeah, I mean, we've already talked about like women just not being interested in guys who are bi black women in particular right um which is a very loaded discussion <laughs> that uh, I don't know if we're ready to have right now. Um, I don't know about the energy for that one. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So what was did you see some comments b- b- below that or?
1: Yeah, so one commenter said, um, "My dad is gay, and my mom tried to change him, and it got worse. I don't remember him. I was I was a planned child, and he's the only child, but he's not around. So when she says it gets it got worse, like." Did he go out looking for more dick like what does yeah. what does that mean um you know I could see how it could
0: get worse I mean kind of well, like these yeah. s- these sexuality re uh what do they call those the
1: uh oh the like the camps
0: yeah, yeah, I can't remember what reorientation or some shit. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, a lot of people are just saying, like, he's not bi because she mentioned him being bisexual in the in her original post that he's just gay. But obviously, if he's fucking her, he likes pussy to some extent. I
0: don't understand why guys can't be bi. I don't know. Why is that like guys can be bi? Like, pussy is a great thing. Like, I totally (laughs) get guys, you know, guys who are interested in guys who are like, you know, that pussy thing is not bad. I'm not ready to let that go. (laughs) I, I, I totally get it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think there's a real double standard, like only women can be bi. It's just not fair.
1: I mean, yeah, everybody. I mean, I don't personally I like my pussy. (laughs) I don't like other pussies, but I can understand why people like pussy. So a commenter asked, is he trying to pretend he's not gay and wants you to keep that a secret? And she said, no, he wants to keep it a secret because he said he wouldn't be with a man, like be in a relationship with a man, just wants to have sex with a man. I could also understand that.
0: Yeah, we used to call those the down low brothers. Right. But but there are a lot, but it's interesting. I think I had, I had posted something in band about this, mm-hmm. about a guy, I can't remember what country it was, but apparently he was a staunch, like, hungry, aunt, hungry. hungry? Um, he was a staunch like anti-gay you know politician and apparently he was fleeing a 25 man orgy apparently he got it was a, i guess the orgy wasn't legal <laughs> and it got busted like a crack house <laughs> And this, this nigga was running and i i just i can't help Laughing at the idea of fleeing from an orgy. Like, what is that? That has to be a special kind of fleeing. Like, you butt ass naked and your dick is all out. <laughs> <laughs> You're just flapping in the wind, trying to get as far away from the orgy as humanly possible.
1: Wait, this gets more interesting. I'm sorry. I'm just digging in this thread. So, he spent $500 on a man hooker and didn't pay the mortgage.
0: Oh, see now that's a problem.
1: Exactly. You can't be letting dick get in the way of your bills. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, man hookers is that expensive? I actually I don't know what the going price is for hookers or for sex workers. I should say. Um,
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe they charge by the length of the you know. <laughs> maybe they'd get charged by inch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> sense because don't they charge for like different services,
0: no, but but uh, okay. So in all seriousness, <laughs> the sexier the hooker, the, the the higher the price. Like oh, absolutely. So I'm assuming like a five. I'm I'm just imagine. I'm just thinking back. A uh, five hundred dollar hooker. That's going to be a pretty good looking chick. Like if you pay five hundred dollars for an hour, mm-hmm. like that's that's a that's a good looking girl. Mm. Um. Uh, and if you're going to pay more than that, it's a good looking girl that I keep a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could imagine uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing here that it was a good looking guy. <laughs> it, it wasn't just, it wasn't just some dude at a, at a rest stop.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, <clears throat> I think this is an opportunity that if they had explored the lifestyle, even though by men are somewhat stigmatized in the lifestyle, it could have been an opportunity for them to stay together.
2: Well,
0: let me just give a shout out to APG that uh, has been really open with that kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, no stigmas going down there. But, yeah, I think there, there is an open stigma uh, against bi men. But, it, you know, it, it exists in a lifestyle, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that. Well, thank you for that Facebook fuck shit, because that was some <laughs> serious fuck shit. Um, all right. It's time for the hit list. Hitless, hit hit I actually posted my hitless person, person uh, my hitless target rather on Instagram so people know who it is it's her name is Dominique Fishback
1: who is she in?
0: Dominique Fishback was the chick uh, from um, Project Power and the Deuce
1: uh, oh yeah I like her
0: yeah she got the th- her lips are just amazing she's one of the few actresses who can probably p- play a woman at any age yeah. she looks like she looks like uh, an eighteen-year-old, but she's not eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but she can play a grown-ass woman too, so it's it's weird. She just has one of those faces. Mm-hmm. Beyond black, don't crack though. It's just ridiculously young. Yeah, okay? she has a young face. But those lips, oh my god, those lips—they're so full and plump. Mm-hmm. Woo, Dominic Fishback, holla at me, holla at the bomber, mm-hmm. come on the show. Mm-hmm. All right, who's your target?
1: So I've been watching The Queen's Gambit, which is a good series. I haven't finished it yet. Um, but there's a character, Towns. Uh He's one of the, the – the show is about chess. So he's like this chess player. Um, but the actor is Jacob Fortune Lloyd. He's very attractive. He looks better in the show, though, than what he looks like on IMDb.
0: hmm Yeah. But he's
1: just like tall, dark-haired. Striking eyes.
0: Yeah, that show was making the rounds. I can't remember the actress's name.
1: Um, I can't remember. Her First name.
0: thing I saw her in was a movie called The Witch that I really liked. She was in that movie. Yeah she she played this young girl. Oh, yeah. And she's looking good these days. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like her career is going to go far.
1: Yeah, she she does well in this series. I've
0: I haven't. I haven't uh, she just has this weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's her eyes or just these expressions she gives. She has these small lips. She looks like an anime character to me sometimes, which isn't <laughs> an insult. Anime characters mm-hmm. are sexy. Um, all right. Um, okay. So yeah. So that was our hit list. Short hit list. Well, oh, hit list of two as always. Um, let us know what you think about our hit list targets, and if you have your own, please let us know.
1: Hit list.
2: Hit list, hit list bitches.
1: Hey fellow BNK fans, I know y'all are enjoying the show, but damn, we have to wait a month for each episode? I don't know about you, but that's way too long for me. That is one of the many reasons I support Bomber and Belle on Patreon. They release content on their Patreon every week. I really can't get enough of their Pillow Talk episodes, where they get real personal, and girl, it's like having a backstage pass to your favorite artist. It also doesn't hurt to hear my name shouted out every episode and have ready access to the Bell and the Bomber through their private chat. If y'all want to join in the fun, head to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate a few dollars a month to keep the show going. I know it's for a good cause and all that, but I'm just trying to get my fair share of this sexy ass podcast. Speaking of which, I'm finna finish this episode.
0: Social media shout outs. Uh, let's just go through a couple of things people had said, because this is our 51st episode. We had our 50th fiftieth episode clearly before that. <laughs> um, but someone on Twitter said Twitter. Did I say Titter? You did. Oh, my gosh. That'd be
1: an interesting sh- social media site.
0: Like, what would even the tagline for something like Titter be? <laughs> titter be like, how would you tit on Twitter? I guess you'd call it a tit
1: yeah would be just, a tit
0: just like i I, <laughs> I made a bunch of tits today or i titted um anyway congratulations bomber and bell on your 50th episode nice long episode with great yes. topics appreciate it somebody else said on ig your podcast was very instrumental in our motivation to open up more to the lifestyle that's probably the greatest thing we could have mm-hmm. that that was that was great to hear um, somebody else said, Happy Thanksgiving. I am thankful that I found your podcast because it helped me understand my purpose in the lifestyle and what I had to offer other than just sex. Mm. Oh, man. I really appreciated that one. Very nice. Um, all right. We have a uh, somebody sent us a message on APG. And I'm going to ask Belle to read this one. Can you see it, Belle?
1: Yes um great podcast guys very inspiring thank you bomber for helping me to see how my ego was getting in the way of me living my best life and thank you Bella, because i've fantasized about you way too many times i've shared a couple of episodes with my girlfriend and she didn't leave so there's hope for us yet p.s i can't even get my girl to talk to me about if i'm performing oral oral sex to her satisfaction i am though although we are having great sex we are unable to communicate about it. I've always wanted to explore the lifestyle as a couple, but her lack of confidence and inability to communicate openly about those types of matters worries me. She's even embarrassed about her orgasms and squirting, and she squirts a lot. I guess I'm asking, how do I get the conversation flowing with without her getting embarrassed or me getting frustrated? That's a good question. Um, so I think it can be... I think it can be hard for women a lot of the times um, to talk about sex, our sexual desires, our sex with our partners, all that kind of thing. Um, Like, I mean, you're not, you don't, you're not taught how to talk about sex with your partner. Right. I think um, it may be easier for men because it's, you know, part of the boasting. Um, You know, men easily talk to each other about sex sometimes, not everybody. Um, So I think one of the things you can do is, I know it seems like this should be like a sit down face to face conversation, but that can be really intimidating uh, for her to have to be like, I don't like how you lick my clit. Like <laughs> say that to your face or whatever. It might not be that since you are convinced that mm-hmm. she's satisfied satisfied with your um, oral action. But maybe, you know, if she could like write it down or text you how she feels about it, um, that may be an easier approach so that she doesn't have to sit down and, like, in your face tell you or have you tell her how you feel or something like that. And just remember to be really positive and encouraging. I'm not saying lie or anything like that. But, you know, boost her up. Um, You know, you really like you really enjoy having sex with her and you just want to know how to please her better. Um, But you don't know how to do that without, you know, more feedback from her. Um, So I think, you know, taking some of the the intimidation out of it would be something that could be helpful.
0: Yeah, I would agree with everything you just said. Um, the, I mean, I, I think the bottom line here is the point at which you mentioned that communication is an issue um, mm-hmm. and her communication on her part is an issue. That's like the number one thing to work on. So, you know, I I like your so I like your suggestion Belle, on writing things down because there are times where we've had arguments and I just I have I you know, sometimes I'm just not able to communicate verbally everything I'm I'm feeling and sometimes it'll come off the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um so writing things down has helped and you've wrote me like long ass emails. Mm-hmm. Um and I think there's a benefit to it because you know you write it and then you read it back to yourself and then you're like okay well you know you get you get the opportunity to edit things Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and you know i think when you're communicating you just you can't do that like you could go back but you know you might contradict yourself something might come off the wrong way right and that kind of thing uh i always also recommend for folks who have a hard time communicating in relationships about you know anything i think you know if you get really good at communication like like um, communicating about sex can come natural, um, mm-hmm. even if it's somewhat of a provocative topic. Um, sometimes there are certain books that that uh, about relationships um, that can be really eye opening. I recommend that you know couples like um, uh, take the opportunity to read books together, mm-hmm. um, and then you know come back together and talk about what they've learned. I mean, some couples are there and some couples aren't, um, but I know we've done that a couple of times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, that helps. But I think I, but I would say to Belle's point that the communication is your target. Like everything else can fall into place really well. Yeah. Um, once you get that communication part fig- figured out. But thanks for your question. I hope our answer was helpful. Um, we look forward to hearing any follow-up. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about what's going on in the news. Cause there's been a lot of news and I don't want to be shy about talking about it. Cause it's not been that great. Uh. <laughs> so if swinging was a stock market, it would be plummeting right now. Yeah. Because we have not been getting good cra- good press at all. No. So I think the first thing that happened was Caligula. Caligula? Yeah. Caligula in New York. So apparently, um, it's uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a swinger club. Mm-hmm. And it got busted
1: yeah
0: um like like it got busted like it was a crack house (laughs) and like you could imagine you know people aren't smoking crack in there but people are fucking
1: people definitely were fucking
0: and in the middle of it all you know i I don't know i could imagine what it was what it was like in there
1: i could not (laughs) not the like the police busted up the playrooms people were mid play and the police came in and they were like, "Hey, y'all gotta get out. This is this is violation of COVID rules." I would have died.
0: It's like, ma'am, pick up your clothes, okay? <laughs> you can take that out of your mouth now. Take that, <laughs> take that penis out of your mouth. And um, and you know, those dildos are those yours? Are those those <laughs> there, ma'am? Ma'am, okay, all right, sir. Can you cu- uncuff yourself, please? Can somebody uncuff this guy? All right. <laughs>
1: Just right. so we can recap them. Right?
0: All right. What did you say, sir? What did you? Okay. You need to remove the gag ball now. You need to. I can't understand what you're saying. Okay.
1: Uh, All right.
0: You need to get terrible. your stuff and you need to leave immediately. Um. So yeah, it was pretty awkward.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So uh, apparently, I don't know. I think somebody might have either gone to jail or got fined or both. No,
1: they got fined. Like okay. the organizers and then like one attendee. I think, got fined. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, all in all, you know. But still, they just made it, like, the news reporting of it made it sound horrible. They were like, mattresses in a back room, you know. (laughs) I was like, and they showed a picture of the playroom, and I was like, it looks decent
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's nice yeah but, you know got people thinking it this dirty mattress with like bed buds on it beg bud uh, bed bugs right. on it with stains and stuff mm-hmm. there's not even a sheet on it Right. <laughs> oh, God. oh gosh you know to tell you the truth um going to a swinger club i mean it's it's they keep it clean in these clubs man yeah. for the most I mean, part that, yeah, it's clean you have it's, to you know they just they just made it sound so bad and um uh but but that wasn't the worst the worst piece of news no. um so apparently the folks at naughty and nolens um yeah they they actually were responsible in um the safeguards they put in place but uh unfortunately uh, i think now the count is about 41 infections mm-hmm. yeah. um you know uh For those of you don't know, we've talked about NIN. We've gone to NIN. We've actually promoted NIN, and you Mm -hmm. know, um, it's it's a great event. I mean, you know, it's a conference of swingers. You know, there's education. There's parties. Um, Usually, they have like two thousand guests. I think they they broke they uh, limited to limited it to two hundred and fifty. So quite a bit. And uh, unf- and they had a lot of safeguards in place. This is why it was kind of concerning for me, and I was really disappointed to hear this. But, you know, they, they you know, encouraged folks to get tested. They had wristbands, apparently. Yeah,
1: that showed, like, people's testing, if they had been tested or if they had antibodies. Mm-hmm. And those tags, those uh, wristbands were dated as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, they also... Um, They also had, uh, you know, they did have parties, but they didn't allow people to dance on the dance floor, apparently. Um, they did did have parties, but they didn't, they didn't, people were just dancing in place. They didn't have people dancing on. So there weren't crowds of people dancing and partying together.
1: Right. You had to like dance by your table. Um, and they also didn't have playrooms.
0: Yeah. Which was, which was interesting. Um. sorry i had to wait for that to end mm-hmm. um that which was interesting because like this is still a swingers convention mm-hmm. and um the 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 when you hear a swingers convention during a pandemic like it's already over like the narrative is already there it doesn't matter what the safeguards were right yeah. this apparently made it on um uh, nighttime talk shows yeah stephen um, colbert yep uh tmz got wind of this
1: yeah you know when it's bad when tmz gets through it yeah
0: it's 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 rough um and you know the the organizers i feel like you know i think they're getting a lot of backlash there's a lot of um i think uh the uh we got a thing the the they call they mentioned this term it's the first time i heard it but vacation shaming
1: vacation shaming
0: yeah um so so yeah, so people just getting shamed for like trying to go out there and have a good time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there's a lot of that going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that going on in general, not just in the swinger world.
0: Um, but like, like when it when you when you hear the term swinger, it's just gonna it's just gonna sound bad during a pandemic mm-hmm. because the uh the assumption is that we just out here fucking everything, right. And, without
1: any kind of precaution or right. taking any or taking any measures
0: Right. and so it's 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 kind of sounds funny when you see when you see the headline like swingers convention people getting infected this it's already the images are already in people's minds so um you know it's it's just it's just unfortunate i mean
1: yeah and they, i mean and people obviously make assumptions because they don't know what's going on, right? So their their context for what this conference is and what what happens at the conference um, is based on very limited surface knowledge.
0: Yep. So, I mean, you know, I think our position is, you know, folks need to be safe. Um, And, you know, I I think the organizers, people have been coming down kind of hard on them. Mm-hmm. and i'm like yo they they threw the event and you know I, th- I think i would have a problem with organizers who were throwing events who are like yo like you know once you buy this ticket you can't get a refund you right. know what i mean like um you're you're committed and and, and that's it you know yeah. so but it wasn't like that like if folks didn't want to go i mean they could have gotten a refund and um and I feel like people, all, all everybody made the choice to go to this thing,
1: right? And you have to think about: there's only so much control the organizers have. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people weren't going to Naughty, they were going to do something else. Like mm-hmm. cl- clearly, they had it in the mi- their mind that they felt safe enough to do something. Mm-hmm. So even if it wasn't Naughty, they were going to do something. Mm-hmm. And you know, although they didn't have playrooms that does not prohibit people from playing with each other in their hotel rooms. Um, you know, it doesn't prohibit them from going to clubs on bourbon street or going, you know, just being out and about being inside restaurants and that kind of thing. So there's, so there's only so much the organizers could do. So, I mean, like you said, they didn't, they gave them the option not to go. Mm -hmm. Um, but either way, even if it wasn't this, it was going to be something else that they were going to go to.
0: And you mentioned Bourbon Street. I mean, Bourbon Street is literally like right around the corner from right, <laughs> the hotel yeah. they have this thing at. So I'm like, the 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 infections may have had nothing to do with swinging at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they could have just gone on Bourbon Street, which from what I saw on Halloween um, was still popping um, yeah. and you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard. so, so it's just interesting. Cause one thing you can, one, one thing about the organizers is they could have just thrown the event and just not said anything after mm-hmm. because they, they were encouraging people to call them keep diaries of who they were getting in contact with so that they could do contact tracing. Um, and, you know, if somebody got infected, they were, like, they were exchanging information. Like, they heard about all the infections that were going down. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of other clubs, parties, and events aren't really doing that around no. the country. Um, and we're not going to hear about them. Um, but, you know, they you know, they, they really kind of did their due diligence here and, you know, they've been fairly transparent. Um, and they're, they're paying for that level of honesty. And I think that's the most unfortunate part of this whole thing. Yeah. That it's, it's sort of like, you know, I think socially we are promoting people to just, we're promoting or encouraging folks to just not say anything. Yeah. Like don't, don't, if you get infected, don't
1: call us. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: don't call us. We we don't want to get caught on the news.
1: But the thing is, and you know more about this than I do. But when you look at um, what is it? Public health practices mm-hmm. in terms of. Doing things, to, I know there's a, the scientific term for this, but doing things to help people be more open about it, like destigmatizing. Maybe that's yeah, what I'm that's looking for. It. Yeah, but you're you're supposed to destigmatize whatever it is, so that people will say, "Hey, you know, I engaged in this risky behavior." Right. Um, and and even outside of COVID, that's something that we should be doing in the lifestyle community. Period, Mm -hmm. right? So, because it's a higher risk activity, we should be actively engaging in harm reduction.
0: Right. Harm reduction. There it goes. Yeah.
1: Um, we should be actively engaging in harm reduction. And so what isn't a part of harm reduction is shaming. Right. 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 Um, and shaming and stigmatizing. Um, that makes people go more underground, go, you know, more hidden. And yeah. then, you know, then it you have more that creates more issues because people aren't talking about it. People are lying. Mm-hmm. Um, people are keeping things from, you know, mm-hmm. their partners mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing, which does not help anyone
0: yes Jesus Jesus Christ bell yes exactly yes 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 so much yes yeah it's so interesting because in the lifestyle we talk about shaming all the time mm-hmm. and it's like you know here we have a shining example of it now I think you know just being devil's advocate you know there are people that will come out and say well we're talking about people's we're talking about people's lives um, and I understand that, although I don't think anybody died from no. you know, Naughty. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that, yeah, what you said about harm reduction is real because we've created this environment where people are getting, like, shamed so much mm-hmm. that, yeah, like, like you, you think that that's going to... You think that's going to work? There are a lot of people who just can't, unlike you. I mean, unlike a lot of folks out there, there's a lot of people who just can't just stay inside. Yeah. Like I know swingers are still out there. Like some of them might still be socialized. Some of them might still be trying to get their rocks off, but a lot of people are j- just want to be around other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has been going on for a long time. And I feel like, I feel like public health has been sending these really extreme messages. Um, certainly when it came to thanksgiving just don't travel to see your family like don't do it stay home mm-hmm. and um it's like well okay that 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 is that is one position mm-hmm. um i'm not going to do that so for people who aren't going to do that can you please provide some guidelines some alternative guidelines cuz what's happening is people are just rejecting these extreme guidelines and they don't know what to do after that. So they end up being really like not careful. Like we had Thanksgiving outside. I mean, mm-hmm. that was our harm reduction step. And we had people wearing masks indoors. That that was a reasonable step. It was really unreasonable for me to tell my, you know, to tell our parents who've been locked in and haven't seen their grandchildren for a while and just really wanted to see their families to say, you know what? Thanksgiving, Christmas, we're not going to see each other. Mm-hmm. Um you know, um, you're not going to be able to hold your grandchild for uh, until next fucking Thanksgiving. Um,
1: and and the 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 so a couple things. The mental health aspect of it is real, and I don't think people are fully acknowledging the effect that that can have on people. Particularly, you know, when we're talking about you know outside of swingers, when we're talking about aging parents um, who live alone, who are alone now. 90 percent of the time mm-hmm. um you know what are those yeah harm reduction factors um that you know we can put in place so that we're maintaining their mental health but what by also trying to save stay safe and protect them from contracting the virus the second thing i want to mention is this is like akin to um abstinence teaching policy oh, yeah yeah definitely um, so Teaching abstinence (laughs) is not effective whatsoever. I don't know why people still do it, but you know, that's your thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not effective because, People are gonna have sex. Like they're gonna have sex anyway. Like just saying don't have sex is not an effective strategy. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is teach those harm reduction, the, the harm reduction factors. So use condoms, you mm-hmm. know, use protection, birth control, what have you, talk to partners, get tested, those kind of things have to be a taught along with that. Like if you're going to have sex, then you need to do these types of things. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna have social interactions or, you know, attempt to have social interactions. Um, whether it's vanilla or lifestyle here are the things that you need to do to try Mm -hmm. to reduce your risk of contracting the virus um whether it be covid gonorrhea herpes what have you um, when you're talking about lifestyle um interactions um and so i think it's important to focus on those things and look at it from that perspective um, because people are going to do what they're going to do. Regardless, um, right. but you want to make sure that they're doing it as safely as possible. And I was reading an article in, I think NPR, when they were talking to an epidemiologist, was talking about how some of these local uh, governmental policies aren't really lining up with the science. So they're saying, you know, they're they're limiting or banning outdoor events, but what epidemiologists are saying is that those are some of the safest opportunities for individuals to gather yeah, right. socially.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: don't, don't, you know, limit those outdoor gatherings. Um, you know, obviously you shouldn't have like 200 people, you know, in your backyard, mm-hmm. but you want to give people the safest opportunities that they can socialize because one um, they can get together. It can be safe. You can ward off some mental health things, but two, it will prevent people from going inside and hiding and being together because they can't be outside, which is more harmful than being being outside, being inside. Yeah.
0: Yes. No, that is that is a great point. I, I love the comparison to abstinence.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and and it, it reminds me when you look in the CDC website and they start talking about STDs and they say, well, the safest way to prevent STDs is to just not have sex. Right. Which is like the most useless information <laughs> you can get. It's right. like, OK. Great. I'm going to have sex. Now please don't <laughs> abandon me. If that's what I'm going to do, give mm-hmm. me some other things that I can do. And I feel like that yeah, that conversation has really been missing. Yes. Um uh when it comes to the to the COVID um um COVID discourse. Um all right. Thank you for that, Belle. You were great. Thanks. Okay, so just a quick shout out to our band Oh, not banned, Jeez, Uh, our Patreon members, what is going on with me today? Mm. Um, all right, uh, AMCD, uh, D, uh, L, RNR, Renee uh, Vision, Rizzy, Jeremy, Mike, uh, Jill, Texas
1: Jill, you, Gil- you always say Jill, that's a G, G, oh
0: my god, my bad, Gill. <laughs> like Johnny Gill, yeah, oh, okay, got it. All right. So Johnny Gill, (laughs) Texas Bama, (laughs) Redonia, Clifton, Brown Girl. um, Brown Girl, I'm really appreciating her contributions. Uh, Silverback, Mr. B, Chadwick, and Ricky. one of the one of y'all motherfuckers found us on Cassidy and, oh really yeah somebody found <laughs> us on Cassidy I'm not gonna say which one it was but somebody found <laughs> us on Cassidy and they were real slick with it because they were like uh you know they I think they requested our friendship or whatever and then you know uh they shared their um their backstage pictures with us uh-huh. and then we then I was like okay you know sometimes I like to pay it forward so I gave you know I gave them access to our backstage pictures it doesn't have our faces in them but uh-huh. you know we got some graphic pictures in there <laughs> and, and then after they saw the backstage pictures they were like oh those are nice oh by the way <laughs> <laughs> we one of y'all patreon members <laughs> like oh okay i mean i probably would have did
1: the same thing anyway yeah. but that was some slick shit though <laughs> um i mean we post stuff in the um in the band too right yeah. I, don't,
0: I don't i don't know if we post anything as graphic as we have in our backstage oh, see okay. now that i said that it's gonna be interesting on Cassidy to see how many people come after us <laughs> <laughs> on them backstage passes um all right uh band spotlight all right so i I feel like I forgot to do something here. I think I forgot to do it. I'll come back to it um so uh so in band I had asked people um no no, actually somebody had listened to our last episode and had some um. Had some questions about uh, specific uh, topics we might want to cover mm-hmm. in our uh, next season. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm just going to read them out here because I have some responses to these. So, uh, the first one is: How shitty do you feel when you have to cancel a play date due to childcare issues? So, uh, that might be a topic we broach um, mm-hmm. because maybe we might be in a position where we cancel a play date and we hate canceling.
1: I mean, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah i mean more more than likely um if we're going out my mom's babysitting so like she wouldn't cancel on us because she'd mm-hmm. just be here yeah. um, but uh, but it's still a, a possibility that that would happen
0: yeah. And I would feel shit. I mean, I feel bad canceling stuff regardless. I mean, there was a Halloween party that I was supposed to throw that yeah. got canceled. And I felt horrible about it. But I had to cancel it because I couldn't have it outdoors. And, you know, we trying to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, but we haven't had an L.S. date cancel on us because of child care. I wanted to no. mention that. That hasn't happened
1: yet. No, we've had for some other bullshit reasons. Dumbass but reasons, for real. <laughs> but, other nah. not, but not uh, child care. I, I actually would feel not as bad if it was a child care thing that they canceled on. But I yeah, think we, when we do get stood up and it's like some bullshit reason, like that's what pisses us off.
0: Right. <laughs> Uh, Now, but I have a question for you, Bill. So let's say somebody, because this happened before. So somebody tried to get childcare. They couldn't get childcare, but they decided to have the play date in their house with their child (laughs) in the house. Um, I'd rather you cancel. Right. (laughs) To tell you the truth. I'd rather you cancel than than for me to get caught like licking honey off of your wife's ass um, (laughs) by your five-year-old. I would hate for that to happen.
1: Mommy, who's this strange man? Why is he licking? Like, how do you even explain it? <laughs> well,
0: you know, Winnie the Pooh, he likes honey too. <laughs>
1: uh-uh.
2: Doesn't matter where it is, son. <laughs> um
0: all right. Uh so the next one is uh lifestyle can keep families together. Now that we have a child, um have our views changed, is it still important? So so the LS can keep families together. I I can't remember if I said that exact thing, but I sort of recognize the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think that my ideas around this have changed a bit, um, but only in the sense that I've I'm, I'm I'm a little bit more general. So I think when I say the LS can keep families together, I mean like the honesty around uh, when it comes to ls um i think in general like ethical ethical non-monogamy or some of the honesty that comes with that Mm -hmm. i think can keep families together Mm -hmm. because i think families often break apart because of the dishonesty yeah um and i think especially yeah for families who have children i mean i don't think it makes a difference but um, now that we have a child, like I feel better prepared to talk to my child about intimacy and about truth and mm-hmm. about, you know, living their authentic self and um, and how that can how that should carry into relationships, because I think, unfortunately, the norm is to pretend in your relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I. So we had, I don't know if I mentioned this before, um, but uh, a few weeks ago, we had a uh, couple friend of ours come by um, who's engaged, Mm -hmm. and we were watching, you weren't in the room, I think you were upstairs taking care of the baby, Mm -hmm. and we were just watching TV, this was uh, before the election, but I'm going to say her name wrong, Kamala, Kamala.
1: No, Kamala is right.
0: All right, Kamala. I feel like I've always been saying that. People be like, nah, you're wrong. You're wrong, nigga. <laughs> um, so I had made a comment like, you know, we were, you know, we were watching it, uh, watching something on television, some news or whatever. She came on the screen and I just made a comment like I always do that Kamala is hot. Mm-hmm.
2: She's attractive.
0: She's a sexy woman. Yeah. And she's like this this the the female partner, and this is vanilla, this is a vanilla couple. She's like what what do you mean she's attractive? Where's your wife? Like what's going on? <laughs> like she's criticizing me for this and I'm just like I'm looking at, you know, her fiance, the guy, he's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. I know what he's thinking because we've said it to, we said <laughs> you know, we've said it to each other and it's like we have to pre- they have to pretend in their right, relationship yeah. and I think that's awful. I don't want to live like that. Yeah. Um so no, I think it's I think not just the ls but um um (laughs) but but not just the ls but i think any relationship structure where you can be um honest with your partner and you can communicate with them openly about what you like sexually i think i i think that that's a great thing i think it can keep families and relationships together yeah um there is another question here
2: uh
0: will we let our health does do our health professionals uh or health care providers know about uh our lifestyle? Would we be willing to share uh the conversation we have with our healthcare providers? Um Um about that?
1: So yes. So yes. So, I mean I I don't think I've told my high healthcare provider that we were swingers, but (laughs) that we were not monogamous when we were engaging in non-monogamous acts. Cause we get tested regularly. Right. Um, so, you know, they kind of want (laughs) to know why you're getting tested. At least you got to tell them something you engage in high risk behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, so we will continue to do that when we, you know, get back into the game, um, engaging in the lifestyle,
0: honestly like
1: oh and what's the oh what's the conversation we would have in with our doctors well
0: i mean would we be willing to share that conversation on the show i think that was the oh yeah um there isn't much of a conversation no. to share. I've already told my doctor and this isn't, this is not the most controversial thing. This is far, <laughs> far from the most controversial thing I've told my doctor mm-hmm. about my behaviors. Mm-hmm. I've had some wild times in my life.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so it, this is really an easy one for me. The doctor, he doesn't even say anything. He's like, why, why? Are you but want they why-? shouldn't
1: like, yeah. they're supposed to be an impartial party. Right. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to open up to your doctor. You should not be keeping secrets from your
0: doctor. Right. Like, <laughs> You know, I guess now I'm kind of looking at this question, wondering like, wait, what are y'all keeping secrets from your doctors? Because you should, you shouldn't. Like, no. if you feel like you have to, then maybe you need to find another doctor, mm-hmm. or you need to like, you know, um, figure out what what else might be stopping you from from sharing these things. But that's your healthcare provider, man. I mean, like, my, my doctor's been in my ass before with his <laughs> finger. Uh, um, you know, I you know I have opened up since then. <laughs> <laughs> literally um all right so uh one other thing all right so i had actually expanded this question and shared it on instagram uh and there were some people who had shared uh some suggestions for some of the topics they wanted to hear us talk about in uh the next season oh this one i wanted to read this is a long one so I'm going to talk about this one for a while. All right. So uh, this person says, he says, stop using the N-word. You can't do a podcast uh, on racism in the lifestyle and use the N-word every few seconds. Just some sound advice. Topic-wise, sustainability in the lifestyle. We've been in it for many years. The key for us is quality and not quantity. Um, You have to have a standard. Um, another one would be how we as black people act within the lifestyle. It is not a free for all. There is a respect aspect in the lifestyle. Uh, that is one reason why we will never go to Mocha Fest in Hedo. Uh, we have to know how to act within the lifestyle. Also, you have to be in shape, um, height, weight, proportional. Okay.
1: Well, nigga, <laughs> Let's break this down. <coughs> uh,
0: Jesus. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did you want to answer this? Is it, or or is that is that your answer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have some other thoughts ruminating, but you can start.
0: Okay. All right. So. <laughs> Okay. So let me first say um thank you for responding on Instagram uh to our question. Um and uh so let me let me just acknowledge the elephant in the room here. So I say the n word a lot. Um and uh I'm I'm from New York. We say the n word in New York all the time uh and you know honestly you know, for you know, I, I think there are different um, philosophies around this, and I totally get it because I was uh, when when we were watching Saturday Night Live, uh, the last episode I think before they closed out the season, Dave Chappelle was hosting it. It was niggas flying everywhere. Yeah, he was saying it a lot. And I got to say, there were a few times I cringed a little bit because it was like in in the... Like Dave Chappelle, he could say nigga. I mean, you know, he's Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's black. And yeah, it's a double standard nigga. So, um, and... So I could just say, you know, we're all trying to grow um, me saying the N word less is not a priority for me even for this show. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that off the bat. <laughs> if it's something you just can't tolerate, then you can. There there are other black podcasts out there that don't use the, the N word a, a lot, certainly not as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd, I'd say that. Um, I'd also say, I don't know if this is a podcast about racism in the lifestyle. I mean, we've had episodes on it, but that's not what this is really about. Um, but, um, so I, I just want to say it there. I, I did have a follow up question to this, and um, and it's because I got strong Uncle Ruckus vibes from yeah. this from this from this comment. And I'm not, and I don't know if that's if that's where this this person was coming from. But I got strong Uncle Ruckus vibes. Now, for those of you who don't know who, who Uncle Russell, Ruckus is. Uncle Ruckus was a character that was on uh, the Boondocks um, series, animated series that was on cart- the Cartoon Network's Adult Swim, a few years ago. Um, you know, just it, this was about a ba- black family that was, you know, living in a suburb. Um, and suburb, suburb. What the hell was I saying? I don't even know. Suburb is that what mm-hmm. I say? Sure. Um, so there's a character on there called Uncle Ruckus, who's this black man that is like super critical of black people to the point where he worships white people like they're gods, right? And mm-hmm. so he um he has a lot of criticisms for black people. And that's what this sounded like to me. It sounded like that that quintessential black person who is just so fed up with other black people. Um and so the follow-up question I had to this was, what do you mean how black people act within the lifestyle? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what that means. Um
1: what rang in my head was respectability politics.
0: Respectability politics. What do you mean?
1: So this idea, if we just act and be better, like we wouldn't have the problems that we have. So if we would just dress nicer and, you know, pull our pants up, pull our pants up and not use Ebonics and, you know, treat the nice, treat the white people real nice. Then we'll get the same treatment in the lifestyle or otherwise. Yeah. Yeah which is bullshit, but you know,
0: (laughs) right, right. Because, you know, as long as there's one black person who's not following that rule, we're always going to get, yeah. (laughs) And
1: there's always going to be one
0: always. And the thing is every other race has them. I'm, I'm going to say this um, in the least political, respectful, respectable way possible. Every race has their niggas. Yeah. Every race has them. Um, And if you, all don't know what I'm talking about, you're lying. (laughs) um you know every race has like you know uh they they have some people who are doing quite well and they have some people who aren't doing quite well and they have some people who are on some ignorant shit like the Chinese have it the Koreans have it the Indians have it white people have it um you know the first niggas in the country weren't even black they were Irish Mm -hmm. you know um so uh it's so it's it's interesting when I get this, it's sort of like black people aren't allowed to have their N words to be politically correct. We're not allowed to have them. Um, so anyway, uh, don't know. So, so I don't know if that's what he's talking about here. Um, but I did ask for clarification. Okay. Thanks for all your posts. Um, our IG has been blowing up lately um shout out to my polyamory crew as well um we've been participating on uh with them on a uh holly polidays um happy holiday. polidays happy thank you what did i say did i say holly, holly? Pal- oh yes. my gosh <laughs> <laughs> i'm just not doing well today at all um all right but uh shout out to shout out to that crew we had um For those of you who were like, why are the Bell and the Bomber talking about polyamory? Are they poly? No, we are not poly. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are united with those who engage in um, ethical non-monogamy in its many forms um, and have decided to live their truth. So shout out to all those folks. Look out for um, hashtag uh, happy poly days. Um, Cause there'll be different posts throughout the month. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, all right. So just a shout out to APG. Um, it is the season for naughtiness. Uh if you need a break from the holiday stresses, hop on over to allplayground.net. Um between the big mo- the big wall full of sexy photos, I love some of their uh hashtag photos. Um awesome entertainment from over 20 positive po- sex positive podcasts and fun features like video chatting, you'll find ways to decompress and get back into a sensual mindset. So holler at them, check out uh, I'll playground. So our topic today. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) Five top and bottom random shit that went down in 2020. You want to stop you wanna start with the top um the top good things or the top bad things? I
1: always like to end on a good note.
0: Okay. So we'll start with the top worst things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my first my so each of these is five so number five worst moment of 2020 was um at an amore getaways house party uh something happened and i feel bad about it every time i think about it (laughs) (laughs) um so there was a swinger uh, it's not a swinger pole a strip pole a stripper pole pole.
1: what is wrong with you i don't
0: know (laughs) is it the wine no it's not the wine
1: (laughs) you sure (laughs)
0: I've just been... I, it's been hard for me to get my flow together, man. Mm-hmm. We've had to do this episode in chunks and shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, having a baby in the house is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So anyway, there was a stripper pole and we uh, had a stripper pole dance contest. Yes. One of the folks who were was participating in this dance contest had spoken to us before the party even started about you know, possibly participating in this pole dance competition. And she had a bad experience with dancing on a pole and it breaking. And she she didn't want to have that experience again. And I assured her that we would be checking this pole before the party and making sure that it was sturdy and secure so that she can participate in this competition without the pole being damaged or, you know, resulting in a fail
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you know we check it before the party and i'm like sending her messages like hey the poll is secure check it out mm-hmm. and so it comes down to the end of the night this was like one of the last activities we had this was uh more getaways house party puja- 90s pajama jam pajama mm-hmm. jammy jam and she gets on the pole our friend gets on the pole. She had a this was sexy, sexy pair that was doing that was doing his dance, and um, the pole breaks. Mm, mm, mm. And I felt horrible when that happened. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. My jaw dropped. Like it's like it was it was it was such controversy, you know. And it it, it screwed up my credibility
1: because she was like, "Told you, yeah, told you."
0: I felt horrible about that.
1: But we did test the poll before. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what happened. We tested. But we tested the poll.
0: See, the thing was that we tested the top of the poll. Like mm-hmm. I was focused on the top because when you see videos of poll fails, it's, it's the usually top the, top the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the top of the poll. But the top of the poll was fine. It was. The bottom of the poll is what completely lost its grip on the ground. So this chick was doing her little, like, I don't know what what move it is when chicks, like, kind of grab it with their hand and, like, spin their body around. And, mm-hmm. But she spun herself around, and the bottom of the pole also decided to spin with her. And mm-hmm. it just, it it resulted in this weird image of this, like, spinning pole with this girl on it. <laughs> um she really did play it off, though. She would, she just kept dancing oh, no, like it wasn't she, even yeah, happening.
1: Like, yeah, it was fine. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: The pole broke. Yeah, so pole, pole breakage. That's the, my number five worst moment of 2020. Um, all right, do you see the number four moment?
1: Number four, the movie that should have never been made which was In the Swing of Things, which was the worst, not just the worst swinger movie we've seen, but it's probably just one of the worst movies, period, that we've ever seen. It's the worst movie I've ever seen
0: in my life. <laughs> um, Shouldn't have happened. No. Shouldn't have happened. Like Cats was a bad movie, mm. but I feel like... um there were and there were some mistakes in that movie but there was some it was like somebody was really trying to fuck over the audience with this movie (laughs) um there were just some bad judgments in Cats but in this movie it wasn't just bad judgments it's like somebody just 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 shit it all over the script and the editor (laughs) and they just didn't want to finish this movie um horrible shouldn't have happened nope this is a bad bad year for swinging um (laughs) third third one was um the exposure of will and jada that so the the uh what 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 was the what would J what did jada call her situation a situationship yeah so her situationship i feel like it was a different thing she called it no, she didn't call it a situationship
1: no, it
0: wasn't um what was it um, oh god damn it what what did she call it it wasn't a situation she called it a um uh yeah, we got to because people are gonna be listening to this. Y'all motherfuckers don't remember. Entanglement.
1: Entanglement. Yes, the entanglement. <laughs> so
0: um so their entanglement just exposed some ignorance about sexuality relationships and intimacy. Mm-hmm. You
1: remember that? I do remember that and it was terrible because I was on the Facebook groups and it was just <sighs> a lot of nonsense going down about will about jada about august um yeah and i don't even know why i'd be reading those comments because they always make me mad because somebody's gonna say something stupid and i'm be like it's not stupid they're just uninformed and ignorant
0: yeah i don't know i feel like we our our econo- our economy has gone from the information age to the just outrage age mm-hmm. where like people are selling outrage like yeah and making a killing off of it yeah all right um and number i guess number two number two worst moment of 2020 uh was all the bad swinger press we've already talked about
1: yeah we could have done without that
0: (laughs) yeah um yeah swinger it's it's just been awful like um yeah, it's really, it's really unfortunate. And I thought
1: 2020 was going to be the year. Like it really just did. Things were going to take off. We was going to be going all these places. It was going to be happening. And none of that happened. Nope.
0: <laughs> um, and of course, the number one worst moment. I'll let you say this one.
1: Was obviously COVID. <laughs> Which shut everything down
0: you know it really did and like I gotta say like when it comes to swinging one of the best things I liked about swinging was kissing I like kissing Mm -hmm. like I like kissing other women Mm -hmm. I like you know I liked using my mouth on women and it's like (laughs) COVID was COVID shut that down Mm -hmm. so it was like I didn't I got it I didn't I don't I'm not interested in playing Mm -hmm. anymore like I don't want to play with a mask on
1: yeah no that doesn't sound fun
0: like if a chick came up to me, it was like, okay, listen, we could just have intercourse. I'm like, no, like, I, no, I want to, I, I want to taste, I want to taste. Mm-hmm.
1: Although um, Doja Cat came out with a collection with pretty little things. And one of the outfits is like this mask jumpsuit. And it was kind of sexy. I was like, okay.
0: A mask a jumpsuit?
1: Yeah. It, what? It was no, it's like basically it's a real long turtleneck.
0: Oh. (laughs) That has nothing to do with what I was talking about, does it?
1: Yes, it does. How does it how does
0: how does it how does it solve my problem? Because
1: it's like a sexy outfit. So like if I was gonna wear a mask to a swinger event, like I would wear that.
0: Okay. So Bell. like the problem it isn't, made sense no, to me no because no, no, the problem isn't looking sexy like you could you ju- look sexy in a mask mm-hmm. like you you just like you you get a mask with some rhinestones on it or whatever um and then you have a lingerie on like looking sexy isn't the problem mm-hmm. it's just you can't do anything with your mouth yeah that's that's the but i mean you know i don't want to take i don't want to take the the jumpsuit issue away i just need to see what it looks like that's why i'm not excited i don't know what it looks because you're just talking about a long turtleneck and nothing about that sounds sexy to me
1: see
0: Oh, it's like a little ninja outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, this is sexy. See? Damn, it's like it's like the whole body is covered in a legging. <laughs> 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 That's what it looks like to me. Like it's just one big legging, and like <laughs> it goes up to your eyes instead of up your leg, like up your thigh. it Just goes all the way up to your eye. <laughs> That's what it is, basically, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a, a giant legging. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Shout out to um whatever the hell that was. What a a a, a mask like what? Say it again?
1: It's the black long sleeve mask <laughs> jumpsuit. Uh,
0: shout out to the mask jumpsuits. <laughs> oh shit. First of all, we had a horror story involving a jumpsuit. I know, but
1: it's cute. I like it. It looks good.
0: So basically, if it's time to take that shit off, (laughs) let's let's talk about the hazards involved here.
1: I'm never wearing a jumpsuit, so (laughs) you don't have to worry about that. But I like the And it comes in a leopard print. Look at this.
0: No, it's absolutely sexy. Okay. All right. But if you have to take it off, you fucked up. Like, yeah. you got to go to the bathroom. You fuck. You have to reach all the way up to your face. <laughs> like, <laughs> if like, you want to take a piss.
1: you, like, have, you have to, to re- get absolutely <laughs> butt-ass naked. That's what I hate about jumpsuits. That's why I was never really a fan of jumpsuits in the first place. Like, I have one. Absolutely just one. And I was never a fan because you had to take, like, all your clothes off to, to go to the bathroom. And this, like, you have to take... Like literally, you are gonna be butt ass naked, maskless in the bathroom,
0: <laughs> completely <laughs> exposed. Yeah. I, do uh, do they not have jumpsuits where you could just like like unzip the crotch area? I mean, like, well, is that not
1: a well thing? Like, sexy ones? Yes, but not like regular ones. Nah.
0: I don't understand. I think uh, I don't it, know. It, it I feels don't... like to me a zipper would be an easy, <laughs> an easy thing to
1: hide and and insert. Also. Don't know why more shapewear isn't crotchless. Ladies, if you found a really nice crotchless or open gusset shapewear, hit us up in the comments because I've been looking. Because I'm not taking that shit off
0: <laughs> to go to
1: the bathroom.
0: Right. <laughs> I I feel for. I'm just I'm I'm sorry. I'm just. you you guys remember the story of when we were in the playroom <laughs> with somebody with a jumpsuit on, and I'm over here trying to find the end of the sleeve, and <laughs> the end, <laughs> come to find out her whole body is covered in this sleeve.
1: But it looked cute.
0: It it looked it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. All the, all of those jumpsuits look amazing. They just need you need the access. Yeah. Talk about the lifestyle right now.
1: We got all the way off. No, we didn't.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So that was that was the number one worst moment of 2020 was COVID. I think people can relate to that. It just, the lifestyle is about intimacy and intimacy became a public health hazard. hazard. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sucks. All right. So let's end off on a good note. So five of the best things that happened in 2020. Um, so number five is our website presence. Um You know, we, we got our website up, um, you know, we got more comfortable with Instagram this year.
1: I forgot that that happened this year. Yeah. I like, I I know you were working all over last holiday to get it launched by like January of this year. So I don't know what you're going to be working over on this holiday.
0: (laughs) Um, I got to catch up on blogging. I have not been doing that lately. Mm. Um, but yeah uh, clearly we'll have the time but that that was that was number five like just the website um we got more comfortable sharing things like you know the bell's ass is all over our instagram now i mean yeah. there was a little bit of it before but now it's it's there in display and you you like them you like those pictures okay oh, yeah,
1: they look great i mean you be <laughs> you be working wonders with that camera <laughs> i'll be lying to the folk out here <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that is you. That is your ass. I did not uh I, I I did not do any um I mean I did some editing, but I didn't make it bigger or rounder or anything like that. That is the mm-hmm. bell's ass. Mm-hmm.
2: Um
0: maybe maybe I'll get on there. It's just I don't think if people want to see my ass like that. N- no. Yeah. So what are you going to do <laughs> all right uh number four we got some more partners so um who are our partners our new partners this year bill
1: yeah we got sydney rose intimates which i've featured some lingerie on our ig from her and also apg um, we've talked a lot about them uh, in the past few episodes with um, alt playground their website and maybe some fun things coming up soon with them, yep. um and we'll also have some more sponsors coming soon
0: yeah, yeah, we're still in talks with folks, so i'm I'm excited about that I mean you know we you know we got to fifty episodes this uh this year, and it's clear that people know of us, you know whether they listen to our show re- religiously or not is another story um mm-hmm. but you know b n k is out there we mm-hmm. out here. Um all right, so number three, our um podcast ip- uh, excuse me, our podcast interviews with other podcasters and mm-hmm. other people. So we really kind of took off with that this year. So this year we interviewed The Sweet Life, Mixed Nuts, um, L, um, Bedroom Bliss, Pussy Party Podcasts. Um, With Jesse Camille, and we had uh, I had my male panel. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a couple of quotes I'm remembering from some of these. So uh, from the Sweet Life podcast, do you remember Tris? Do you remember this quote when she said, "I like internal dick"? Do you remember that? (laughs) So so that was a conversation we were all having about you not liking to get oral sex for that long mm-hmm. and so um, I think Tris jumped in and she was just talking about what she liked and I don't know what Locke said to her um, but she corrected him and said she likes internal dick which <laughs> tells me <laughs> that she likes she enjoys intercourse Yes, you heard it here
1: uh, I mean I guess external dick is a thing
0: I mean external dick is a thing that you don't like. <laughs> Smack smacking smacking oh, yeah, your no. clit mm-hmm. with the dick. Yeah. What about you know what I always found sexy? Mm. Um like I like right before um intercourse mm. if like I'm rubbing it on your vagina. Like not just like smacking your clit, but mm. I'm like rubbing oh, it. Oh
1: yeah, that's okay.
0: You understand what mm. I mean? Um, or like, let's say you're on top of me and you're just kind of rocking back and forth. Mm-hmm. And yes. so you're using your, you know what I mean? You're using your lips as sort of a, a stroking mm-hmm. method. Mm-hmm. I think that's like really, really, really sexy. Mm. That is external dick. Okay. I okay. okay, you're down with that All external right. dick. Yeah. Um, also, uh, ass jobs, which like. I guess people don't use that language, but basically, basically like if I'm behind you, I do this sometimes and I don't even know if you realize it. Oh, yeah. I'm using mm-hmm. your ass cheeks as a grind. Like I'm, mm-hmm. you're grinding up against yeah. me. My dick is right between your ass cheeks. Yeah. That, is, that is external dick. <laughs> okay. That is sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear from other folks. If y'all know what I'm talking about, holla at me. Just, just, just give me a shout out. Um, Locke's impression of Morgan Freeman in that episode was also pretty
1: funny. (laughs) I do remember that.
0: Um, uh, Mixed Nuts podcast. um, So when Brenda said that a guy told her uh, that he wanted to eat her ass raw,
2: (laughs) I just -hmm. thought that was
0: hilarious. (laughs) Um, I think on um, Pussy Party podcast, uh, Jesse talked a lot about how um, women judge each other Mm -hmm. um and how like in order to feel like you're down you have to be really careful with some of the things you share like eating ass i remember her bringing up that example i thought that was pretty cool okay so number two best moment this is probably for you uh
1: the launch of our patreon um so that took us a little while to get that off the ground just thinking about you know what we will offer and you know drumming up interests and that kind of thing but we're so happy that we have we still can't believe we have patreons patrons patrons um but we're so happy that they're with us and that we get to interact with them on our band um so it's really exciting to see people like really Excited about the show, excited about us, and get to act, interact with them on a more intimate basis.
0: Number one is a more getaways house party, pajama jam, which I mentioned in our worst moments uh, list. But. I could not believe that happened in 2020. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't believe it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I was looking at our episodes. I'm like, do I got my dates right? Mm-hmm. The Amore Getaways 90s house party pajama jammy jam, which was the best house party I've ever gone to
2: mm-hmm.
0: in my life. Like that was the best house party. Um, certainly the best swinger house party. And it was so much fun. There were so many classic moments. Mm-hmm. I just I felt and I felt like I was I think the best part of that party, I felt like I was amongst friends. Yeah. Like I didn't know everybody there, but I knew enough people to be like, oh, my click is in this party. Like there were clicks mm-hmm. in the but my click is there. Like yeah. I have a click. We had a click and we were part of that click and there were other clicks there and they were mixing and mingling and the party was loud and there were shenanigans it was shenanigans. like there, there were there were shenanigans there were some people who got there were some people who got sick some people who got a little out of hand <laughs> um but it was like everything you would imagine a house party to be like it mm-hmm. was it it was that and more um so shout out to Amore more getaways i know it's been tough for anyone who throws events right now um and they've kept it very safe
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but that that was uh, we were glad we were able to experience that in 2020 and that was number one for us okay so as we close out this episode um i just noted three things that we hope to happen in 2021 i'm hoping that things get a little less political Um, I'm hoping that the country opens up and events get fun again and we're hoping that the swinger stock goes back up so you guys uh be sure to send us what your hopes are for 2021 um everybody have a happy holiday and a happy new year thanks for sticking with us this year thank you we will see you in 2021 peace out Bye.
1: thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the show please do check us out on Twitter and Instagram at black kinky. You can also find us under the same name on Cassidy, APG, Amore getaways and Patreon. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube under black and kinky lifestyle. Feel free to email us at black, the letter in kinky lifestyle at gmail.com or call and leave a voice message at nine three seven four six two zero seven four four. Bye. Black and Kinky, Black and Kinky, Black
2: and Kinky Lifestyle!